Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. Do you know, Critic, I got Mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. A why watch that sneak peek. Well, listeners, we have two sneak peeks for you. Hmm. And they happen to be Netflix. On Netflix, because everybody has Netflix. (laughs) We are not going to say that we're the authority of Netflix, but every now and then they gift us with an opportunity to, I don't know, just dip in and look and see what's coming through. And we'll report back to you the shows that, you know, you think we should talk about. The first show is Warrior Nun. Warrior Nun. Now, this is a TV show, so these aren't movies we're talking about. This is based on the novels that apparently were something to do. I do not know these novels yeah it's some sort of character comic book uh i, I don't know either i don't either but mm-hmm. that's okay it comes out july 2nd which as of taping is this thursday it is uh i, I don't uh, simon barry is the creator i don't know him his work very much but maybe you do critic it stars um as the titular character as you always say <laughs> Alba Batista, um, Portuguese actress who I don't know her work very well. I mean, Netflix knows how to find, you know, the you know folks that we are we don't know. And the question is, did they did they really take off with this? Because this is again, you said if it's it's like a not sci-fi, but it's definitely fantasy based, and yep. we're caught in a very strange war here <laughs> yeah um so here's what happens we're in you know a church a monastery whatever it is and um there's a young woman dead laying on the table Mm-mm. there's a nun there and she's a hard-nosed nun i mean this nun knew this this young lady who's like 16 and it's kind of like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a priest there and all of that. And, you know, they, they try to uh, 
do whatever they can. I'll put it that way, because I don't want to give everything away. And in the midst of this, there is this group of nuns, the warrior nuns, who are under attack by what? It is spiritual in nature. And the head of this group of fighting nuns has something that's called a halo. And this gives her certain powers. And of course, demonic forces are after this halo. Why? What is the halo? How does it well, work? Well, did Beyonce give it to her? No, she didn't. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Beyonce don't want none of this halo, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> she wants to keep her halo, not this one. Okay, so something happens with the halo. It goes away from the person who has it. And when it does, it has to find someone else. But it doesn't go to anybody. If you aren't the right person to carry this halo, it's gonna let you know. Okay, I'll put it that way. So there is another nut who's carrying the halo with like some some uh, tongs that you put into like a fire. And she has to put this halo somewhere before the demonic entities or whoever they are, maybe they're not demons, I won't give that away, before they come and get it, because they're after it. And where does it go? Into the young lady's corpse. Now what happens to the young lady when she receives this halo? <laughs> you can imagine. So, she's now awake from the dead. Okay. Does she know what she has? No. But she starts to have certain experiences, I'll tell you that, that show her that maybe she has some powers now. Now, the warrior nuns and the, the priest who's in charge of them, they need to find her and find this halo before you know she does something that's either going to destroy her or will uh, lead to her being in the wrong hands. Because there is a demonic entity after it that's drawn to it. So she's in trouble. Now, as she's you know going out and about, and I won't tell you the when we are during the show either because they kind of play around with that from the beginning and then you figure it out, it's kind of funny. She finds this group of friends. She encounters them. Are they trustworthy? Hmm. Also, there's a guy in the group that she's kind of interested in. What does that develop into? So all of this starts to happen. And then of course, you know that they're finally gonna find her and she has to be trained and so on and so forth and how to use the halo. Can she do that? Is she the right one to have it? And so on and so forth. Who are the people who are jealous? Ah, blah, 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 blah. Now for the review. <laughs> this is a teen show. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it sounds like it. Now, I like the fantasy stuff I do. I like the supernatural. I'm into it. I like the idea of this halo thing and you got to train her to use it. Like, I love origin stories like that. However, this is a teen show. And the teen stuff is so familiar. I don't care where we put it, Spain, it doesn't matter. It's the same stuff. And you're watching it like me going, can we get to the halo? Like what's going on with that? What's happening with all of these nuns? You kind of get it. The writing ain't good. So let's just move on with it. Like the writing is not good, y'all. I won't <laughs> talk about that. Oh. Okay, because the writing's not good. I can't blame them. 
So just get on with it. I made it into episode three. They started training her and I was kind of like, okay, even this isn't interesting enough. So if you're interested in this kind of thing though, it's not terrible. If you're of a certain generation, I would say go ahead and check it out. You might enjoy it. Um, but you know, that's about as much as I can say about Warrior Nun. Uh, just, a, just a note to everybody in Hollywood. Stop being timid. Mm. Do something. Ref, I just watched Uncut Gems finally. Yeah. Crazy. But they ain't timid. It's not boring. <laughs> I was entertained. And that's all I'm looking for. Do do it. Stop holding back. Okay. Well, I thought you were gonna get your ruler out and <laughs> whip us on the knuckles like a no. <laughs> But no, you did not. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's keep with Netflix. As we said, this is a TV sneak peek. The new show Stateless is out. It is limited. And this comes to us from Down Under. It has about six episodes. So it's not, you know, it's not something that you have to commit your life to. If you just want to dip in and out. Although, I don't know if this is a show you do dip in and out of. We'll talk about that. Um, Tony Aries and Kate Blanchett, along with Elise McCready, have brought us this. Um, and you heard me right. I said Kate Blanchett. Yep. So, she's bringing it to us, but she's also bringing it to us in the form of acting as well. Uh, Dominique West shows up. And you know, other people that you may think, oh, I think I know that person, or maybe I've seen this person before. This, they say, is inspired by true events, although, okay. Um, I, they use the word inspired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're going to tell us a little bit about that stateless. Yeah, and uh, along with what you're saying, this was Kate Blanche's idea like this was her, she came up with the idea alone. And then, you know, everybody came in and, and wrote in all of that. And what an interesting mind that Miss Kate has. Now, <laughs> here's what's going on. Like you were saying, it's based on uh, true events. It is based on a, a real life story. I would say, don't look that up if you wanna watch this. Good advice. Don't look it up. Now, we, essentially the show is about um, what's happening with uh, refugees coming to Australia, wanting asylum and so on, the whole immigration system. And we get different peaks at the system from different perspectives. So one of them um, is uh, Jay Courtney's character, uh, Cam. He's a family man. He has a wife. He has a young kid. Uh, you know, he needs to uh, <laughs> provide for his family. And uh, a friend of the family comes in and he works as a detention officer for immigration services. He's like, look, we got money. Because he comes in and he brings the kids some gifts. Now, Cam's sister is protesting against this system. So she's like, you better not, Cam. But Cam has a young family. You know, he's a baby, all that stuff. Needs the money. So he decides to go in to this outfit. But it does he have the stuff for it? He has the physique, 
but is his heart going to be in it? Can he do what's required? So that's one perspective. Also on that side, working in the immigration facility is uh, another character who is played by Ashley Petty, Claire. She is in charge of deciding essentially who gets in and who doesn't, who gets seen, who doesn't. She assigns cases to different caseworkers. She calls them in. Now she's called into this facility. She's sent there by her boss because things haven't been going well. The person who was there before her had to be let go. Oh, why? why? Couldn't happen. So she gets there and there's this class that she has immediately with the guy who's in charge of the officers because it's two separate companies working. There's the government and they contracted for the officers. Ugh. Now, on the flip side, we do get some of the immigrant stories. And one of the immigrants, the main one is Amir, played by Faisal Bazi. And we see him try to come to Australia he, his family, he and his family have fled Afghanistan. Okay. Now, how are they going to get on the boat to get over to Australia? They've gotten out of Afghanistan, but they've got to go from the point they are now to Australia via boat. You have to pay. Can you trust the people you're paying? And even if you do, when you get on the boat, are you going to make it there safely? So that's the question. He has a wife. He has uh, children. They're young. Uh-oh. So what's that story like? Then we also have the perspective of a young Australian woman who's a flight attendant played by Yvonne Strahovski. And that is Serena from The Handmaid's Tale. So her name is Sophie. And Sophie wants to recreate herself. You know, her family, her sister's there, her parents, they're kind of looking at her like, mm, she can't really take care of herself. What are we going to do with her? This is a grown woman who needs to get it together. And the latest thing that Sophie has gotten into is this kind of cult-like group led by two very interesting characters played by Dominic West and Kate Blanchett. Okay. So if you imagine Dominic West and Kate Blanchett together as gurus, everything you're thinking is what you see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dominic West is schmoozing, like they have these inter these like entertaining dinners where they sing and dance. Kate Blanchett is supposedly this wonderful woman who's artistic and she choreographs. And all of this is leading to a transformation ball where the winner will get the transformation trophy. And this is what Sophie wants. And Kate Blanchett's character and Dominic West's character are giving her particular attention. She can't really pay them. So, you know, these people, this is real? <laughs> I don't know if this is real. I'm just telling you. <laughs> These people happening? are like, what are they going to get from her? Because they, they need to pay the bills. They're not in this really to transform people. They're trying to transform their pe the people's money into their pockets. Oh! <laughs> so what is their interest? Because you have to be chosen to perform at this ball to even be in the running for the trophy. And what do you think happens to Sophie? So, you know, she has to learn the choreography and do the little dance and all of that. What is happening? As Kate Blanchett is singing. I mean, it's, it is crazy. It is she so sing? She sings. I can't believe, I can't even, from the beginning of the show, I hear this voice rap singing, like just the song that they have running while the credits are going in the first episode. I'm like, is that Kate Blanchett? <laughs> 
Well, why is it cedar? I'm like, is that Cape Legend? Yes. Anyway, but they're they're a very small part of it. They're not in it a lot. But when they're there, just watch the two of them, Cape Legend and Dominic West. Just look at Cape Legend and Dominic West is talking. It's just ridiculous. Anyway. So how do all of these people come together? They're all connected by this particular immigration detention center. And the question is, is that center equipped to actually help the people who need to be helped and to reject the people who are untrustworthy? And when they're holding people in detention, seemingly interminably, what are the conditions like? What happens when people get fed up? They've been there for years. So they have all of these things going on and they don't want this to get out to journalists. And there's one particular journalist who's on the prowl and Claire, the one who comes in to try to hide all of this stuff and fix things, they have a relationship, she and this journalist. What happens as a result of that? Now, I was watching this rap going, I don't even know what I'm watching. I really don't, but I'm intrigued. Oh. I don't know how they chose these storylines. I don't know how they're gonna come together. I don't even know that I care because these people are going for it. Talk about not being timid. Here we go. Ivan Strahovski is just all over the place, sweating, red in the face, hair everywhere, dancing for no reason. Look, we have uh, Amir, his character, the herring journey that he and his family go through. It's heart-wrenching in the end when you see what happens. Oh my goodness, even the rest of the, the immigrants at this detention facility, all of their little things that they have to go through. Uh, Jay Courtney's character, what he's dealing with, his family life, he's almost unraveling. If you're interested in drama, this is it. And you'll go, just like you were asking, Ref, how much of this is real? It's the just six episodes, like you said, Ref, um, at a, a little less than an hour each. I don't, look, you can binge it. You don't have to binge it. I would say just check it out, see whether it's for you or not. It is a singular experience. I don't even know that it all worked, but <laughs> I don't really care. And it is about a very important subject and you will come away with it thinking about it. You will think mm. about how, because look, there are so many pressures with this. With countries have borders, you just can't let anybody in. Right. So how do you deal with this? With And how do you tell who's telling the truth or not? Plus, if you're a refugee trying to get to a safe country, what do you have to do to get there? And what you have to do might disqualify you for asylum. Mm, oh. So it's a lot going on, but it was never dull. And I will say that we'll see if Kate Blanchett has any other ideas coming in the future. I'm almost <laughs> afraid to see what it is. But uh, my hat my hat definitely goes off to them. They are definitely going for something. They had something in mind and they delivered something. I'll tell you that. So there you go with Stateless. Something you'll, again, never, you'll never see something like it again, probably. <laughs> well, Warrior Nun is released on Netflix July 2nd, and you can check out Stateless on the 8th. Proceed. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.